Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 215, and today we'll be talking about Dewey Wins. I'm GC13. And I'm David. So Dewey Wins was an episode that broke <laughs> the longest hiatus that Steven Universe ever had. So from the 29th of May 2017 to the 30th of October 2017, there was a 164-day hiatus, which ended with Dewey failing to even run for mayor. And which was like the one thing he could do his entire life, even back when he was in high school. It's incredible that such a failure brought such uh, happiness to so many Steven Universe fans. Now, right now, I am always here to bring the salt level, um, and I'm sure we're about to hit a dollar for the salt jar, Uh, but currently we are at 99, or wait, no, 98 days of hiatus, which means we're we're right about in the third ranking for this. I'd really like for Steven Universe to not surpass the the amazing hiatus that was caused between Lars's head and Dewey wins, but we are are currently on track, so just a few more months. (laughs) <laughs> uh I mean I I cannot believe the blasphemous traitors who would be happy about Mayor Dewey becoming citizen Dewey. He did fulfill on his campaign promise though. You cannot say that Mayor Dewey did not find a new donut boy. I want to say that he's I know. committed. He's the best he's the best mayor Beach City ever could have asked I, for. I, Nanafa was so broad with her promises. I'm I'm still waiting to see any of that take place Nanafa. Meanwhile, Dewey is out there doing the hard work, and he even got a donut named after himself. That's incredible. He, he, he renamed all of the donuts. Do you have any idea how hard it is to come up with? And, and he did it with practically both arms tied behind his back because he, he limited it to a specific theme. <laughs> like, he, he not only had to name all of them, he had to name all of them within a very narrow theme. So, hardest working man in the city, I think. Yeah. Now, I will say that this episode did excite me to see, you know, a character like Nanafwa that we haven't seen have a lot of agency in the plot. I'm still waiting to see more Beach City residents like her do more. (laughs) I feel like even with Connie, we've missed, and of course this episode also had Connie sort of go away, but we've missed Beach City residents really becoming intertwined with what's going on in Steven's world, in the gem world. Obviously, Lars has been there. I'm interested to see... You know, after she took on this role, this kind of felt like an episode that was kicking off some new changes in the show. But ultimately, I feel like we haven't seen that much happen just because Nanafwa's mayor. And I still want to see more of that. I mean, technically, it brought Lapis back because Ronaldo got the telescope to see her in. But that's like the only plot thing that happened because of it. And then even for... We haven't seen much of the preparations. We basically got Pearl promising to use her new cellular (laughs) phone. Like... That scene and the, oh, oh, her getting on the nanophone to tell everybody to to run and hide from the attack that didn't really damage the town much. You just kind of get the sense that, well, all that was put in because Nanafwa said she would do it. So, but they didn't use it to make episodes. They didn't use it in that one episode. It's just a campaign promise fulfilled by the crewers. <laughs> I mean, it would have been nice to see episodes about... You know, them doing civil defense for Beach City, but we're just moving at too breakneck a pace on the story arc. Well, I'm sure she helped commission all the Dove Beauty Project shorts that we've seen in ads. Oh, yeah, with the famous pizza family wealth. (laughs) 
Well, I mean... <laughs> Come on. Mayor Dewey has the t-shirt printer. He knows how to reuse old posters. I mean, if you need a campaign, look no further. So while this episode totally is about Dewey and Steven, it also is about Connie, even though she's absent for most of the episode. I, I have to admit that I kind of forgot about this whole, even though it's a five episode thing, I kind of forgot about Connie being upset at Steven. And I have to admit now that coming back to this episode, I, I was struck by the fact that I didn't remember that this had happened. And I think part of that is because Connie is not totally on the show all the time, the impact of their relationship changing or not, we, we don't get to see it. And so, like, <laughs> it was weird coming back to this and seeing, like, oh, yeah, Stephen was kind of dumb and kind of wasn't considerate about Connie. Yeah, kind of <laughs> dumb. That was, he put his foot in his mouth, like, so aggressively, he he obviously used shape-shifting to do it. <laughs> it's... I, I felt more for Steven this time. I felt like the first time this episode aired, I was a little more critical. And, but but now I, I really, I appreciate more the show taking the opportunity to show Steven in this kind of leadership position of being sacrificial, and but also being a little high and mighty about it and not being considerate of Connie. And, and, I, and at first I didn't like how he kind of attaches what he was doing with Mayor Dewey to the struggle he's having with Connie. But now I feel it a little more. Just seeing both of them so desperately clinging to the past <laughs> and, to, and to the decisions they've yeah. made being tired. Like when Steven sort of blurts out to Mayor Dewey, you know, <laughs> that, uh, you know... We could have done it together and it could have been great. Exactly. That, I, th this time, I, I, I kind of actually appreciated that because Steven's so clearly desperate and it's even overly cheesy to the point where it's like oh steven <laughs> you messed up yeah I, I still think that they hit that home just as hard at the end there i just wish the setup at the beginning had been better so rather than steven being stupid like yeah i, I had to do that you, you know <laughs> I, there, there was no other choice i just i, I wish he had been like Connie, come on, there was no way we were gonna win. I had to do what I could to save somebody. Like, if, if he had taken more of that kind of attitude rather than the completely clueless one he actually took, I, I would have liked the beginning a lot more. But oh yeah, the ending, home run. Yeah, also just his little phone call that never gets completed oh, is yeah. actually okay. Like, I'm... I feel for the little guy now. I don't think I did before. <laughs> he is super little in that shot in Dewey's van. Oh. When he's giving the speech to everybody. Talking about weirdly not little, in that same shot, I actually took the timestamp at the 4 minute 49 second mark. There is a weirdly large and out of focus Kofi distance model that I've never noticed before. <laughs> and I have no idea if people on the internet have found this. But if you go to the 4 minute 49 second mark, you will see... Kofi being, he's in the back of the crowd, he's weirdly larger than everyone else, and he is distinctly blurry, which is strange. It's like they felt that Kofi needed to be in the crowd and forgot oh, to draw wow. a distance small, and I can't believe that I didn't notice this before. Yeah, that, oh my, he is <laughs> enormous compared to Suitcase And it's not Sam. just like, it's not even normal, I mean, I know that all the time we talk about Steven Universe proportions being off, and sometimes we make excuses for it, and sometimes we don't. But this is not in the art style. This is a straight up like last minute. It's either a mistake or they just it's lazily, Kofi time. Like they didn't have the not maybe not lazy, but you know due to time constraints, they just straight up had to pick up an old distance model 
stretch it out. I don't even know why they stretch it out, though. It's clearly bigger than it needs to be. Like, if it was smaller, it'd probably work mm. as, like, a reusable asset. It's so strange. Yeah, I'd, I just don't know. So there, <laughs> there's Animation Air's Corner with David. Yeah, and again, talking about Steven maybe not having the highest speech skill in this episode. <laughs> you know, when he just fumbles on the, oh, Mayor Dewey it just tends to keep a low profile and not do much of anything. <laughs> it's like, oh, Steven, like, at least it wouldn't have been a disaster if you hadn't said that. <laughs> I mean, he can't help but be truthful. I mean, it's just like in Steven Floats when he develops a sudden penchant for verbosity. <laughs> At exactly the time where he needs to be concise. The exact same thing. Yeah, whoops. Also, <laughs> I like how after that whole debacle, <laughs> I don't think I really noticed the impact of this line. Ronaldo? Well, okay, well, what's your Ronaldo line? Well, no, 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 not the line, but Ronaldo, you know, actually gets people to watch something that he posts yes. online. So finally. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, first of all, 12 people instead of, you know, one from Steven. That's That's an improvement. But like... Dewey's I didn't invite any press to this event line is like so depressing for how out of touch he is that he has no idea how that was filmed. Like, <laughs> it's incredible. Well, you know, Dewey's an old school campaigner. He is. And he's too busy being mayor to keep up with the kids in their hip new smartphones. I mean, he has been mayor for 10 years. So if we're going on like real world timeline... Then, yeah, roughly 10 years ago, the Steve Jobs of the Steven Universe world had announced an iPhone at the same time he became mayor. So maybe he's been out of the smartphone world since he uh, started. But, <laughs> but I mean, how about when Dewey was walking off to find a real job, which, by the way, I'm surprised it took so long to do. But I don't think I noticed this before, but he walks off saying, Citizen Dewey. No way. I've actually missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't think I ever noticed it before, but I noticed the mumbling this time. Thought I could hear something. And so I went back and I listened carefully and he's mumbling Citizen Dewey to the tune that his mayormobile used to do, Mayor Dewey. That's like so subtle. I mean, I really appreciate that. I wish I had actually heard that because for them to take a chance on that being so soft means it's exactly that kind of Easter egg. That's so funny. Do you think Steven Universe will ever get a Citizen Kane episode? <laughs> you know, wow, that takes me back to that takes that takes me way back. I, to wow. Tiny Toons? No, <laughs> to to high school. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Citizen Kane. That's a. That's a movie I almost completely watched and appreciated as an American classic. Um, no, I don't. I don't think that. Well, you know, I say that it surprises me with the literary references that they'll make. Uh, you know, according to the Internet, Rebecca really cares more about anime references than literary references. Yeah, I mean, OK, KO got its Rashomon episode, though. Right. I Although mean, that is a Japanese movie. I mean, SpongeBob had a like, oh, what was the Boots episode? The the Telltale yeah, Heart yeah, yeah. episode, you know, like we can go places like that, but I, I don't know if that really speaks to this sort of like video gamey and pop culture type show. <laughs> Great. Now I'm imagining a Godfather episode with none other than Steven as the Godfather. No, Okay. Now that totally fits. That would be so awesome. I mean, he already did the secret team thing. They, they could bring it back for a Godfather episode. Yes. Bring back secret team. Oh, that, that would be so cool because, you know, Garnet made them shut it down, but they, you know, they, they have to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. It would be so cool. So, yeah, this episode doesn't have a lot else happen in it. 
Um, I mean, it. it I love. I, I just love that he mentions the Ocean Town jokes. That was a. That was a nice touch. Well, that touch reminds me that you know much how I said that I care about the agency of the Beach City residents uh, going forward in the show. I know that we're like hyper focused on the diamonds and homeworld, but I feel like we've really missed out on the an aspect of the show I really cared about, which is that the actual Earth and it's tied in history with the gems. Like I kind of like I like Ocean Town's joke is that we don't know about it, except that maybe it was on fire, which is fine. But like, <laughs> I don't I guess I don't need to necessarily know more about Ocean Town. But I really wish I we, that we saw more of this altered world. Yeah, I mean, Ocean Town is just Steven Universe's noodle incident. It, it, it will <laughs> stop being funny the instant they explain it to us. But it would be nice if they teased us with it every so often. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Although it'd be cool if it was actually like some crazy gem-related incident. And you can still have... No, it's Onion. It was totally Onion. Well, that would be... (laughs) To take Onion back to his truly evil roots would be uh, interesting. But, you know, Steven Universe already has like in the the donut shop. They already have like the incident, you know? Ah, You can leave that joke as a joke that never has to be explained. But that was only done once. Like, the Ocean Town thing is now a running joke because it's been in three episodes now. Well, and it makes me think that, you know, although it could stay a running joke, this is exactly the type of long game that Steve and Universe likes playing. Where we get <laughs> comfortable with an idea and words, and then they use that emotional attachment we already have to something to hit us with something hard later. And then people claim it's foreshadowing when, no, it was just, they were just using Ocean Town to... To give us something later. Lapis moves out to Ocean Town and decides to flood it. Well, how cool would that be if it was actually like this, like, broken down, abandoned city with some cool thing? But I just feel like we're so far beyond. That's the slightly sad part about being in space and so many things that we're going to focus on there now. I just feel like the Earth has been kind of abandoned as this important place. Oh, well. Because nobody, all the new fans, none of them would stand for an episode about the tater tot truck nowadays. It's like, (laughs) well, whereas season one Steven Universe fans would be all about that tater tot (laughs) truck episode. I mean, I'm all about for learning more. Like, you know, Mayor Dewey is still very mysterious to us. Not that I just need a flashback, but you know. I mean, well, there's a lot of single parent households in Steven Universe, but like, is there a story there that's interesting? I mean, we've only barely touched the surface of what Buck and his relationship is even like. And, you know, similarly, I was thinking of the Dewey Mobile, but with the Tater Truck, I mean, that family is also just as mysterious to us. Like, there's all these dads out there. And at one point, there was, like, fan theories about where all the, like, wives went or whatever partner they had, like... Yeah, Kofi lost his, Fryman lost his, Dewey lost his, the Dahlia had to, you know, marry some other guy because uh, Marty ran off, Barb has no husband anymore, not that we've seen. It still feels compelling that somehow Rose and, like, a band of people... Like, did something only in the past 15 years. But, like, stories like that are just Time off the question now. The armor of the fallen was worn by the missing parents of Beach City. That would be... <laughs> that would be something else. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see Universe do, like, official, like, art of that. Like, just in, <laughs> in, an, in an alternate universe, this is what happened to the missing parents of Beach City. And this is what they looked like. I mean, surely every missing parent of Beach City isn't like a oh. Marty, right? You know? Uh, yeah, that, that would actually be funny if Marty was in the picture and he was like a deserter. He <laughs> was like the one who survived. <laughs> wow, that adds a lot 
to his story. He can even have a new armor set because, you know, <laughs> why would they enshrine a deserter's armor? They think they, they can have like he has it in the back of his tour bus. It's like his personal shame. <laughs> yeah. Add a lot of depth to the character of Marty, you know? Well, because the man needs so much more depth. <laughs> Like, you know, bonus points. He never realized that Rose was who Greg left him for. Yeah, that's true. Marty has... He did, he did all of this without realizing. <laughs> he has so much to to realize. That would be cool. Should write that fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like um, Nanafwa has a lot more potential in this show set up, but I don't feel at the moment like they're really going to use it at all, which is true of potentially a lot of things they do in Steven Universe that feel like a status quo change, but then are kind of quickly ignored. At the same point, I'm not sure what Dewey does now. I mean, he's a donut boy, and I just feel like there's really no more room in the show for him to do anything with Buck for himself. It's a strange thing to do with a character that already didn't have that many episodes anyway. So I don't, I don't know exactly what his point is to the show i don't know if any character has to have a point in the show but um i don't know it's weird where dewey's ended up i don't i still don't know how i feel about it and i still feel don't feel his mental health is in a very great place either past this mm. episode i mean you, you know how ronaldo needs the self-important conspiracies to keep sane. you know mayor dewey he named the donuts after yeah. himself that's what he needs to stay sane. yeah i don't know if i love that message <laughs> Like, just let you know. people have their obsessive compulsions. Yeah, you like, know. Uh, Sometimes uh. crazy people need to be crazy. Otherwise, they're really sad. <laughs> uh, uh. If you want sanity, you have to take depression. I'm just saying, this is this is a world where outside of Kevin, like, pe- people basically, like, harassment doesn't exist and, and, like, gender disparity doesn't exist. Like, it's a beautiful, happy world. So I, I, I just hate for... Ronaldo and Dewey to be stuck where they're stuck in a in a world that otherwise is free of so many other bad things except for bad gems you know yeah like Aquamarine she's a fun gem to watch though <laughs> yeah well she doesn't seem very tortured so she so needs to get transferred into Stephen's court <laughs> <laughs> that uh, would be hilarious <laughs> well man there are so many fun things to think about with Steven as a diamond, but, uh, you know, I'm refusing to even think about the future until Cartoon Network makes me want to think about the future again. Yeah, that would be that would be nice if we could, uh, yep. Yep. No more hiatus. No more 160-day hiatuses, please. Oh, my goodness. I mean, surely they won't, but I don't like that we're currently in third place. I know, oh, I'm going for some parallelism here with the beginning of the episode. Here we are again, just whining about the, <laughs> the hiatus, but... Hey, it's true. You know, unless the excuse is that this comic series that we've been covering actually ties into the movie and they're just somehow letting this incredibly slow drip of a comic series be the thing that's preventing them from actually producing animation on television. I mean, whatever. Whatever. What ifs? What ifs? What ifs? Dollar 25. I'm just trying to get us to 2019 Stephen Con. Beach City Con. Hmm. Oh, did you have anything else to say about Dewey wins? I'm surprised there was no newspaper with that printed. Not like, I guess they don't do traditional title cards, but gotta work it in somewhere, you know? Yeah, there are uh, <laughs> no, no traditional spinning newspaper or newspaper on the ground in front of Dewey's house or anything in the credits. Or no Nanafwa holding a newspaper saying Dewey wins up over her head. No. <laughs> A oh, shame. Also, I will give her credit, speaking of signs and slogans, 
I did not. I, I am very apparently I have a very thick skull. I did not realize that. Do we want Dewey? <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. She's literally saying, do we want Dewey? Which is actually a very bad slogan in real life. If you were using the person's name <laughs> to like slander them, usually it, I, uh, it's, but you know, she did it compared to Stephen's Dewey's great sign, which, yeah, you know, Stephen Dewey's great. What <laughs> jacket? I can buy my own. Thanks. Roasted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, guys. That's been us talking about Dewey Wins. Join us next week when we should be talking about Gemcation, which is going to be oh so interesting after a single pale rose. Until then, though, I'm GC13. And I'm David. And uh, if you're still hanging on out there and the hiatus hasn't consumed you, you know, go ahead and throw us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.